Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast night on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard this inspirational flight with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, Mr. Man of Purpose himself, your host, J.R. Ficklin. Once again, to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, this is your host. That's right, J.R. Ficklin, and I'm so glad to have you with us on this beautiful, this beautiful Monday, at least in certain parts of the country. I definitely want to start off the show by saying I'm glad to have you here. We're having just a little bit of technical difficulties. I'm expecting to have a very special guest on the line uh, very shortly. We're calling more closer to the 930 uh, part of the hour. But I'm glad to have you back with us on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, right here on the Soul of America Radio. You know, so much has happened since we were last together. Of course, on last Monday, uh, uh, the country entertained the third and final debate there between uh, our incumbent president, uh, Barack Obama, and the challenger, uh, Governor Mitt Romney. And therefore, we were not only air last week. Uh, I know many of you were probably in tune to the debate and uh, a lot uh, that you probably got out of that. And since that time, look at so much that have happened in this time. Uh, right now, those that are on the northeast part of the country, they are in our prayers as they're facing the uh, uh, the impact of Hurricane Sandy uh, happening even as we speak. And so we want to lift them up in prayer. And those uh, uh, that may be in that area who are not able to tune in with us today, uh, like with every broadcast that we have here on Hope and Healing, you can always find it in the archives. In the archives, you can always go to soulofamericaradio.com. That's www.soulofamericaradio.com. Look right there in the left tab, and you'll see our show, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And at any given time, you can click that, and that will allow you to get to us uh, to listen back to our shows. Many of our shows are archived. Uh, people are listening to the archive and still getting the same information. So much has happened, as I've said, since the time that we were last together, and here we are at, on October 29th. We're right at the end of the month of October. As you know, the month of October is not only National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but it's National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And we have definitely had our share of uh, events and uh, shows that we've dedicated to domestic violence and abuse. And I cannot say that enough, that we can never, ever, uh, race is subject enough because even as we speak, somebody is being impacted by domestic violence. It is an epidemic in our society. I would go as far as saying that it's a pandemic in our society, that we understand that one out of every three women will be abused in some form or another during our lifetime. But that news for you. One out of every four men will also be abused in some form during their lifetime. So abuse is a real topic. Domestic violence is a real topic. It's a topic that has affected and impacted every facet of our society. It's a topic that is definitely impacting uh, children, it impacting families, impacting communities, impacting education, impacting uh, the criminal justice system. It impacts and it has a far, far stretch and reach. And I'm excited tonight because, in fact, we won't stop until that message is radiant. So everyone understands the impact of what domestic violence does to families. You know, domestic violence is not just about the physical abuse. It's not just about, uh, uh, you know, the being hit and the bruising. It is about the impact that happens when one is diminished, when one is degraded, when one has been objectified, when one has been reduced to being nothing, when one's significance has been taken over by someone else who is determined to control, who is determined to isolate, who is determined to 
uh, to abuse them in any way that they can. And we have to raise that subject because of the fact that that is occurring among people from all walks of life because domestic violence is an equal opportunity destroyer. No one is exempted. Everyone is a possible victim. Everyone is a possible uh, 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 victim of it. And guess what? Victims come in different shapes, sizes, and tones, just like perpetrators. So the reality is, if you were to say, tell me, what does a victim look like? That victim can look like the very person that you're looking at in the mirror. And that is a great segue, because a little later on tonight, we're going to have on, if we get past all these technical difficulties, we're going to have on a very special young lady who I'm very proud uh, to say that I have known her family, I've known her mother for over 20-something years, and it's amazing to see uh, how people grow up and how they develop and how they discover their gifts and how they discover the talent and abilities that they've been given. And this young lady I'm going to be introducing later, her name is Lakeisha Flint. Uh, she is, among many things, she's also a writer. She's a playwriter. She's an author. She's a poet. She's a lot of different things. And, and definitely on the other side of uh, right about 930, we look to have her on, uh, hoping that we get the technical difficulties straight out. And if we can get Lakeisha on, uh, I want her to share with us uh, the whole audience here of Hope and Healing today about a very special project that she has uh, produced, a very special playwright she's produced. Uh, there's a play that is entitled uh, The Mirror Don't Lie, and I'm telling you I'm excited about it. Matter of fact, those of you that may be listening uh, in and you're in the South Florida area, uh, there's going to be a production of this play. This play is going to be performed on Friday. That's Friday, November 2nd at 7 p.m., and it's going to be down at Pompano Beach, Florida. Uh, uh, Lakeisha should be able to give us more information about that. But, you know, in mentioning her and what she's doing and the great work that she is doing, it reminds me of this. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has an assignment in this life. Some people spend a lifetime trying to find that purpose and assignment. Some people go through much hurt and pain before they discover what that assignment and purpose is. But what I want to commend you that have discovered your purpose, because oftentimes your purpose may be birthed through your pain. You may discover your purpose through the birthing of it inside of your pain, but the main thing is discover that purpose and understand that purpose has been designed with you in mind, that when you were born, you were not an accident, you were not a coincidence, you were not an afterthought. As a matter of fact, I like to say it this way, you were created with purpose, for purpose, and on purpose. Let's say it again. You were created with purpose, for purpose, and on purpose. And then when you discover that purpose, regardless of what what it took to birth that purpose, you run with it. You embrace it because it is in that purpose that God wants to do something phenomenal in your life. And I believe that he wants to do something phenomenal not only in your life, through your life, for you, and uh, you just have to embrace that purpose as it, as it goes. Now, listen, I want you to understand something. There is domestic violence that is occurring around us. There is intimate partner violence, whatever name you want to call it. Somebody is in an abusive relationship. Some of you that are listening right now to me, you have a friend, you have a relative, you have a coworker that is in an abusive situation, and you know that they are. They have confided in you. Some of them they have confided. They have shared that things uh, aren't going well, and they have shared about the abuse. Others of you, they have not confided, but you see the signs. You see the symptoms. You see the bruises. You see the dark glasses. You see the excessive makeup to cover up the bruises. But I want you to understand that makeup alone will not cover the bruises, the real bruises. For the real bruises are, inter- are internal bruises. The real scars are the internal scars that oftentimes uh, take takes captivity of the soul, that takes captivity of the mind, that brings one into a place where they are now rethinking their very existence without their examining whether or not they even belong or where do they fit in. This is why domestic violence and abuse is so, so detrimental. It is so devastating because it has a way of eating away at a person's identity, their self-esteem, their self-worth, causes them to think that they have to defend, they have to defend themselves, causes them to believe that whatever their perpetrator, their abuser have told them is true. But I want to encourage you today, as we're on this journey to healing, that do not allow someone else's opinion of you to become your reality. I want you to rehearse that. Make that a proclamation. Make that a declaration. I refuse to allow someone's opinion of me to become my reality of myself. 
And if you can make that a declaration and you can proclaim that, then I you will find strength inside of who you are. I don't know what happened there. I hope I'm still online with you. I sound like there's more technical difficulties here, but I believe that I am still on the air with you. Um, and if I'm not on the air with you, I ask that you would call a number behind the scenes, 561-201-2443, and let me know whether or not I'm on the air. Just the technical difficulties that I am experiencing right now, which will get resolved real soon. So I want to go back to what I was saying. You've got to understand something, that you cannot allow someone else's opinion of you to become your reality. And I want to encourage you as you begin your journey of healing that you've got to understand that this isn't the final say-so. What you're going through is not the final decision. It is not the final uh, chapter of your life. There is hope. You can get through this. You can overcome this. But it begins with you first and foremost acknowledging that this is an issue. I've said it for so long, and I believe that is to be true, is that we can never change that which we're unwilling to confront. We can never confront that which we're unwilling you know, we can't change that which we're unwilling to confront. Let's stop there. We, we, we can't change it if we don't confront it. can't change what we're unwilling to confront. We can't confront that which we're unwilling to identify. We can't identify that which we're unwilling to acknowledge. And we cannot acknowledge that which we're unwilling to accept. And so we have to recognize that if we're going to defeat it, if we're going to grab our lives, if we're going to grab our life back, if we're going to begin to walk in that assignment and that purpose that we have, we must be bold enough to stand up and say enough is enough and recognize that your self-worth is greater than that. So the book of books tell us something very, very special. It says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, marvelous of the works of his hand. So you've got to understand from creation and before creation that you were made both fearfully and wonderfully. In other words, that, that there was no rush job on you, my beloved. There was time taken to craft you, to shape you, and to make you who you're supposed to be. And don't you allow anyone to rob you of that identity. And that's what I want you to know tonight, because the fact you do not deserve to be abused. I don't care what you've done in your life. I don't care what has happened. I don't care what mistakes you made. You simply do not deserve to be abused. And I want you to grab hold of that. You do not deserve to be abused. And because you do not deserve to be abused, then you walk in the power. You walk in the power of who you are. Walk in that significance, knowing that you are more than a conqueror, knowing that who you are is greater than anything that the devil can try to make you become. So as I say that to you today, I just want to encourage you to understand that you are somebody today. I'm not sure if I'm on the air. I really need your help today. If you're listening to me, and if you can hear me, if I'm still on the air, this is a different question. Give me a call off air at area code 561-201-2443, and that way I'll know that I'm still with you. There was something that happened here at one of the buttons, and uh, it sounds like I'm totally, I've lost any sight of whether or not I'm on or not, but I hope that I'm there. And I'm going to continue on as if I am there because I'm not in the studio. We're having some technical difficulties right now, and we look to get them straightened out real soon. So, if you can reach me, if you can hear me, regardless of who you are, just simply call, and I'll know that uh, you hear me. Or simply text me at that number, 561-201-2443, as we continue to talk about abuse and healing. That's why no one deserves to be abused. No one. No one has the right to abuse. No one. And so as we walk inside of this, we know that we are greater than the sum total of what we've been told. We're going to take a moment here just to do a check of our station, and we'll be right back. Okay, this is J.R. Thickland, and you're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. We're back with you as we're working our way through some technical difficulties. I'm glad that you stayed on and that you're joining us as we are here on the Soul of America Radio. We're here every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and we're here bringing a show that is dealing with addressing abuse, dealing with violence, dealing with rejection, dealing with isolation, dealing with hurt, dealing with pain. And the show is all about, that's right, a journey to healing, hope and healing, a journey to wholeness. And that's ultimately where we want to be. We want to be at a place of wholeness. So it doesn't matter where you've been. 
It doesn't matter how long you've been there. There is hope. You can make it. You can come out of what you're in. You can become whole again, and that is our desire. That is the purpose of the show, and we look so forward to uh, bringing this show to you each and every, each and every Monday. That's right at 9 o'clock. Before we uh, just broke off there dealing with the technical difficulties, we were talking about the fact of what you deserve and understanding that you cannot allow someone else's opinion of you to become your reality. In other words, you cannot allow it to define you. May I tell you that you are not created to be abused. You're not created to be beat on. You're not created to be uh, uh, berated or to be uh, talked to in a derogatory way. You are not created to be someone's punching bag. There's nothing inside of abuse that's the love, not at all. And you've got to understand that you've got to come to recognize that your self-worth you're better than that. Regardless of what's been told to you, you are better than that. I was saying earlier to you, some of you are working your own jobs. You're working. You have girlfriends. You have coworkers. You have people that you know personally that have been abused, and sometimes you feel like you don't have the words to say. Sometimes you feel like you've said all that you can say because it don't seem like they're listening. But I want to encourage you that you're in a great position. You're in a great place. As a matter of fact, that you're in a place where you are the person that has been trusted to listen. And if you can listen, if you can be patient, if you can walk with them, if you can remind them of their self-worth, if you can remind them that they deserve better, then you would have done more for them than you can even imagine. So I want to encourage you inside of that today, as you uh, begin to assist in this journey of hope and healing, that you move forward inside of it, understanding that you're an instrument as well. You are an instrument to be able to make a difference inside of things. And so what I want to say to you today, I want to give you the platform. I want to have a platform so that you, even if you're calling about a friend, if you're calling about a coworker, if you're calling about someone that you know that is uh, going through some serious situations, if you're calling uh, about someone uh, that you work with, listen, we would love to help in whatever way we can for that journey to wholeness, that journey to wholeness so they can be made whole again, regardless of where you're calling from, regardless of what area, we will use every resource that we have available to us in order to assist inside of bringing that to that place of healing and wholeness. Now, one of the things I do want to say to you is this. Do not get frustrated when you find that your friend, your coworker, your sister, your loved one, or whoever they may be, your neighbor, seemingly be in, are in denial about what they're going through. Oftentimes, that is what happens, the sense of denial, not wanting to really believe that this is happening, the unbelievability of it, uh, the sense of just trying to, uh, you know, keep their sanity, uh, to keep a straight face, because they don't want to be a victim. They don't want to be that, yet until they find themselves in those shoes. So you've got to have a great deal of patience, and you've got to know how to encourage them even inside of it, so that they understand that they are not, they are not all those names that they've been called. They are not the insignificant uh, person that has no meaning, or no value, and no worth. You have to remind them of their value and their worth and let them know that they deserve more, they deserve better. Say, what do I do when I'm dealing with situations where the individual has truly uh, been uh, ridiculed, where the individual would like to talk or to share uh, with anyone would only be detrimental to themselves. Maybe they don't want to tell anyone because they're ashamed. Maybe because the fact they feel like they will lose their status. And that's one of the things that people fail to understand that many times that a victim may remain in an abusive relationship because of the fact of that status, because they've become accustomed to a lifestyle. They've become accustomed to the way they've lived for quite a while. And as a result of being accustomed to it, what happens is the fact that they now find it difficult to break away because they then begin to rationalize. They minimize and they say, well, it's not like the abuse happened every day. It's not like it's all the time. And so it's very important that we recognize that inside of what we're going through, inside of what the person is going through, we have to have patience to understand. It might not make sense to you at all, but it does make sense to them. So I want you to recognize today that as we deal on this journey of hope and healing, this journey is about uh, restoring. This journey is about finding that path again. This journey is about rediscovering your self-worth. 
This journey is about recognizing that the plan and the plan and purpose for your life is not that you're a victim, and that even though you have been a victim, the plan and the purpose is that you will become victorious, that you will become victorious in every sense of the word, that you will be able to rise to victory and to go from being a victim to a victor, to go from being just a survivor to a striver to a thriver. You want to thrive inside of what you have gone through. You want to thrive inside of your triumph. You want to thrive inside of your victory. And that's what it's really all about. You can overcome. You shall overcome. And you will make a big – and you will overcome all that you're going through if you simply will just recognize that your self-worth is not predicated by what someone else has said about you. But you have a greater purpose than that. And I want to encourage you inside of that. Listen, I texted you just a few minutes ago, right after 930. We're looking forward to having a very special guest as we try to take care of these uh, technical difficulties. A very special guest I want to have the opportunity to interview that I want you to get a chance to listen to because I think that you'll find out that oftentimes life imitates art as well as art imitates life. And so out of experiences, out of observance and observation, that one is able to write uh, to write, to be able to describe and to depict the horror of domestic violence, and sometimes helping people to come to grips to recognize that they are a victim of this type of abuse. Secondarily, I would like to say to you is this, is that we have to recognize the fact that in many cases, victims do not realize how victimized they are, they are, they are until it's brought to their attention and brought to the light. So I definitely want to encourage you inside of all of this that as you listen here, right on the other side of 930, we're looking to have all the technical difficulties dealt with at that time so that we will be able to have a very special guest on the line here. So bear with us as we do that. And I want to encourage you inside of some other things here. If you are listening tonight and you have a friend or someone that you know that are in an abusive relationship, call them. Tell them, tune in to soulofamericaradio.com. Go right there to the tab where it says Hope and Healing, and let them join in on this conversation. Let them be a part of the healing. Let them be a part of the process that will bring them to wholeness. Let them be a part of the uh, beginning of something in their life that can make a difference. Listen, all around us, every 12 seconds, according to national statistics, a female, namely, is battered in the domestic violence situation. Every six hours, a female dies directly related to domestic violence. We're talking about something that is a pandemic. And I have to say to you, females are not the only people that are abused in domestic violence situation. Males are abused as well. But let me say something. It's a lot greater. It's a lot greater than what you think. It's a lot greater than what you can even imagine. So don't take it lightly when you have a friend, when you have a loved one, when you have individuals that are victims of abuse because those victims are there, and they have to have a great amount of strength just to make it. So rather than looking at them as being weak, you ought to really reconsider and think about the enormous strength that they are exhibiting even going through their situation. Even as you can probably hear in the background, ambulance, sirens happening. Did you know that the majority of the calls to 911 are basically those calls addressing the best of violence? Did you realize that? all over the country, whether they're victim services, advocates, or whoever they may be, they are addressing this very, very big issue of domestic violence. It is a, it's an issue that does not discriminate. It does not discriminate against color, race, ethnicity, gender, or any of those things. So I want to encourage you, inside of all those things, the act of abuse and violence are very real. So in just a few minutes... We're going to try to deal with technical difficulties, and we're going to try to get it set so that we have our special guest on, and we can talk about the, the mirror doesn't lie. In just a minute, we're going to try to make that transition as we work through the technical difficulties. You're listening to Hope and Healing. I'm your host. This is J.R. Thicklin, and I'm your host of Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. And you're listening to us right here on Soul of America Radio. And here on Soul of America Radio, you can find some great shows that are here on the lineup. you got uh, you got Dr. Bo, who's on every Thursday. You can find him at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern as well. And what a great show. Listen to him. You have many shows there. Like I said, go to soulofamericaradio.com. And you'll see right there, 
in the tab where you'll find all the listing of the shows that is on this great radio network. And as you find those shows, then what you will recognize is the fact that there's a lot of variety that's there right here on this national radio broadcast. So in just a little bit, as we're trying to get the technical difficulties straight out here, we're looking to be able to bring on, in just a second, our very special guest. If we can get these things straight out, she will be coming on, and I think you're going to find her most enjoyable, that you're going to find out that not only is she uh, informative, but I think you're going to find her quite delightful in the sense of a, in the sense of the matter that uh, she is writing about some very serious issues. She is a playwright. She is a poet. She's an outstanding individual doing some great work all over. I tell you, she's an inspiration for a lot of young people, and I'm trying to, even as we're now trying to get ourselves back online, uh, trying to get ourselves back booted up so that we can get to you here in just a second here uh, so that you can enjoy uh, what's going on right here on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. I hope that you're hanging on here. I'm excited. You know, whenever we can bring on a guest, um, a guest that uh, not only understands the plight of what we're talking about, but a guest that goes a step further. I'm one to believe that you and I must take the next step. We can turn our pain into power, and I believe that's where we find victory, when we're able to turn our pain into power. When we get to that place there, then we know that we have arrived. We know that we've done some tremendous things. We know that we've arrived at a place where we now can bring life. I believe that life comes when we're willing to go that next, that extra step of the way. And when we go that extra step of the way, then what we find happens is that we will find power out of the very pain that we've endured. We'll find power inside of it. And I believe that's really, that's really the tell of a real victory there, when we can take that next step, when we can get to that place once again, when we go from just being a victim and to becoming a victor. You know, and I'm telling you, that's the thing about it. What a testimony. When we become that victor, when we understand that whatever we went through did not dethrone us, it did not destroy us, but it was part of that which makes us and causes us to be the person that we can be and to fulfill the whole purpose and destiny, which we'll call. Uh, uh, just as you bear with us today, we're really looking to get the technical difficulty solved here inside of the uh, broadcast here. We're going to be there in just a second. I believe that we'll be able to get this situation solved. And once we get it solved, we will be looking forward to getting our guests on today. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. I'm your host, J.R. Fickman. And I hope today that as you're uh, listening to us, I hope that you're in uh, a good place. I know that there are many of our friends uh, that are on the other side of the coast. There are many of our friends that are really going through as uh, the bearing down of Hurricane Sandy is hitting a lot of areas in our uh, in our in our uh, northeast part of the country, and uh, you know if you have someone there, then I want you to really just say a word of prayer for them. Say a word of prayer for them, today, as we have been doing, because in fact this is a real uh, different type of a storm, and because it's a real different type of a storm, a combination of just uh, uh, a wind and snow. So. This is something that we don't see very often happen. But what I do want to say to you is this, is that we can pray. I mean, it's been called a perfect storm. It's been called a lot of different things. But I do know this much here, is that we can overcome. You know, oftentimes abuse is like a storm. The things that we go through is like a storm. So when those things happen, we are able to do the things that need to be done in order to make it worth doing. Listen, I think we're just about there. We're going to um, we're going to try to make sure now that we can get into our guests that are there on the line. I'm going to make sure that I have them here in just a little bit. Uh, we're just working through the technical difficulties, and I thank you so very much, so very much for being um, there on the line with us today. Um, and I'm hoping that I can get uh, them to call in in just a second uh, so that they can reach us. They can. Uh, get in with us today as we do so. I'm going to go on the other side of this, and I'm going to make sure that we can get them on. Why don't you stay tuned right after this break here? We'll get our guests on the line.
You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at You give Jay a call right now. And now, back to the show. Church at 7 p.m. Um, Reverend Thicklin, this play 
um, came about because we have a ministry in our church called Expressions of Hope, which is helping others through their personal experiences dealing with domestic violence. Wow. And I had to do a play for Easter called Love is Why He Did It. And they came to me and asked me, could I write a play um, relating to domestic violence for their ministry um, in honor or in observance of domestic violence, which is recognized in the month of October. So honestly, I've never dealt with um, domestic violence, so I had to interview some of the women that were in this ministry to actually get a better understanding of what it is that they're going through, what message or what do they want the community um, to know about domestic violence. So as I started writing and praying to God about what am I going to say or how am I going to bring this to um, the stage in reference to domestic violence and as I was listening to them, and the one thing they kept saying is that it's covered up or it's hidden, people don't want to face it. And the one thing that came to my mind instantaneously was the mirror, because when you look in the mirror, sometimes we don't like what we see, so we try to turn away from it. But in all actuality, in, in actuality with this, they had to look in the mirror to see everything that was going on with them. Even though they didn't want to see it, they had to see depression. They had to see um, ugly or they had to see loneliness, but they didn't want to see it, so they kept dealing with it. So this is how I came up with the title, The Mirror Doesn't Lie or The Mirror Don't Lie. Well, you know what? I, the thing I commend you on is this: because of the fact you didn't just assume, you didn't just assume, you know, basically from things you've heard. Uh, you know, you actually went out, you interviewed, you found out what people want to know, and you were able to, uh, you was able to then pin this and make this a reality. And the reason this is important because here's a subject matter that most people do not want to talk about. Most people don't want to be identified. They don't want to be exposed to it at all. But you've taken it and you now have put it in the form of a play. And what a what an interesting uh, title, the mirror. Don't lie, and that mm-hmm. is so true. And many times there are people that are in denial. Both the victim is in denial sometimes, and the perpetrator is in denial. But the exactly. part I, I love, and I have to go back to, is because of the fact here is something that was inspired, and here is something because you've written you've, you've written another play, you've done some things. Uh, people have come out in a. It's like you found you found part of that gifting. You found that gifting yes. that, that God has given you to write to be able to take something out of the. Uh, uh, you know, take something out of the abstract and make it something that is concrete, and and uh, and, uh, and and tell it in a way that people can enjoy. And that's what I'm excited about. And I want you to tell them again, for, because this is being heard all over. But definitely for those that may be in the South Florida area or may have relatives here, tell them once again. Uh, where the play is going to be held at, what time it's going to be, because I want as many people that are listening now to make their way there. Yes. Um, again, the play is this Friday, November 2nd at 7 p.m. at Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church. I'm going to give you my the church web address so that you can go on and get direction as well as the address. It's hopewell-mbc.org, hopewell-mbc.org. You can go on. The flyer is on our website, so you'll be able to get the address, if you need to um, put in your GPS system, your navigation system, and our phone number is on there if you actually need to call the church to get direction. Again, that's Hopewell, altogether, dash, org. Wow. I'm looking forward to it. 7 o'clock, I'm looking forward to being a part of that. I'm looking forward to it because, once again, I have to commend you. I have to commend you and your your church and your <laughs> pastor because of the fact I've been doing this work for a number of years on the front line, and 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 the missing ingredient have oftentimes been the church. The church have not come aboard. They have not done things to really address this issue, and yet and still your platform is at the church, so that is to be commended. Okay. 
Secondarily, you know, I have to say that you know part of this is I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on genetics because you, your mother is in a part of a very <laughs> important uh, ministry that that is that is encouraging young ladies, uh, uh, building their self esteem, getting them to recognize who they are and their significance. And and uh, go ahead, uh, you know, give a plug for your mother there uh, about her okay. organization there because I think it's outstanding work. Yes, um, I tell people all the time that. I thank God for having a mother that is saved. Not only is she saved, she walks in his image. And the one thing that she has always embedded in me and instilled in me was Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And like you said, the gift, I didn't know I had this gift because usually, and I think you know what I think when I sing. So people thought that that's where I was going to go as I grow up with the singing, but like you said, God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And um, being now at Hopewell, I was given the opportunity, had never wrote a play a day in my life, and now here I'm three productions later with a play for domestic violence. But my mother, because of her love for me as well as young ladies and little girls, she has a program called A Girl in Her Pearls. And it's an organization that focuses on young ladies teaching them the values of loving themselves, respecting themselves, not only that, but loving God. And we teach them different characteristics, be it honesty, integrity, chastity, virginity, um, honesty. And all of that came out in this play because, again, there's a couple of themes that come across in this play. One is healing, deliverance, forgiveness, um, the truth, and of all things, love. And I just think I know um, as I left rehearsal tonight to be here with you that you guys, whoever comes out is going to be blessed because the one thing I can say, Reverend Thicklin, my three leading ladies are not ladies that had to act this out. They've been through it. So I wow. think it brings another personal experience and it brings it to a whole other level because it's something that they don't have to pull too far from. They've been through it. And even one of the young ladies said to me, Miss Keisha, I'm still dealing with some of this stuff. So for her, it is a mirror. It's the truth. So what you see on stage is going to be actuality, for some of them, the truth. So I just think it's it's awesome ministry through dance as well as song. And I just know that you'll be blessed. I, my motto is this, and my belief is this, Reverend Thicklin, that I have to, as the writer, Believe it, feel it, and be ministered to. Because if I don't, then I know that my audience or anybody in that congregation will not be ministered to or won't be blessed by it. So it has to, it has to deal with me first in order for me to put it out there before it hits any stage. And I just thank God that He thought enough of me <laughs> to give me this gift to bless others. And I just know that. The best is yet to come. Doors are opening that I never imagined. Just now, your show, I just look like, Reverend Thicklin want me on his show. <laughs> and Reverend Thicklin is going to have you back again, uh, only because of the technical difficulties. I wanted you to have the full liberty of the show. Uh, unfortunately, because of technical difficulties, we're not getting to all the time I want to, so I want to just ask it very openly, and I can tell you, we have a full board of calls that are out there. See, I'm back. <laughs> I made it to the studio. We were trying to do it remotely, in, uh, and the engineer doing it, and we just we just was having some problems there, and so it's no way in the world I could just have you on for this little period of time. I want us to be able to come back on, on next weekend. We can talk about what happened on the show there. I have a full board of calls there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe if, if, if you like to talk, you may have a question for uh, Lakeisha here. Just hit the one that'll let me know that you want to talk and you have a question to ask, and uh, we'll try to get you on in this little time that we have. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get to the engineer in time to see could we extend the show by thirty minutes or an hour because <laughs> I think this is so very important because young ladies, even like yourself, young ladies, old ladies, it doesn't matter. They're in being yeah. impacted by domestic violence, young men, older men that are being impacted by this exactly. type of Exactly, and that was another thing I want to tell your your audience that I don't just look at the woman. There is a man 
that is being mentally, verbally, you know, verbally and as well as socially abused by his wife. So it's just not one-sided. I thought about everything when I wrote this place. So I don't want my gentlemen to feel like they're going to come and feel kind of bad because it's all one-sided. No, it's an even field here. <laughs> so it's abuse for women as well as men. And I think, again, like you said, it's not exposed enough in our communities because, especially with men, I don't know, you know, because they're supposed to be the head and, you know, they're supposed to be the man that they won't really come out and say that they're being abused because of what the hearsayers might say. But, again, I just think this, I don't know, like I said, it had to be God because for me to write a script <laughs> like this and I just kind of sit back and sometimes it takes me a little, like, I'm, I, I lose my breath because I'm just like, Lakeisha, you wrote this? And sometimes I have to say to myself, yeah, I wrote this. And didn't pull it from anywhere. And I'm like, God, it, it's only you that I have a, a script that says the mirror don't lie. And I'm just like, I know that everyone that comes will be blessed. Wow. Well, I know that they will. I'm looking forward to being there, looking forward to being a part of this. And listen, we only have a few minutes left. I am breaking all the rules of radio right about now. Uh, no more commercial breaks or whatever. You know, I, I'm, I, I remember my engineer actually saying to me that there was a way to extend the program, but it just wouldn't be aired, meaning that every program that we do is there to be archived. In other words, you can go back and you can listen back to it uh, at uh, www.soulofamericaradio.com. Go right there to the tab on the left to uh, Hope and Healing, Journey to Wholeness Radio Show, and re-listen to this. I'm planning on posting this even on the Facebook page so that others can get to it. But in our little time that we have left, uh, perhaps there's a caller out there that would like to ask a question. Uh, you can reach us if you're listening in on area code 323-784-9638 and just hit the one, hit the number one. That'll let me know that you desire to have something to say and maybe you have a question to ask of uh, Ms. Flint here who has written a play entitled The Mirror Doesn't Lie. And I think for many of us, we need to understand that is the first step really of healing on both sides, both for the perpetrator and the victim, when they can look in the mirror and understand that what they see is a reality of what is. And so if you're listening today, you'd like more information, um, uh, definitely you can reach her. Now, many of you have heard even at the beginning of this broadcast today, if you have any questions behind, go right to soulofamericaradio.com. If you go there and you look right up there under our tab, a Hope and Healing uh, tab there, there's also a place there that you can leave a confidential message that will be sent to me, and we'll do all that we can to reach you uh, in terms and inside of this. I'm excited. Uh, once again, The Mirror Doesn't Lie. What a powerful title there because somebody <laughs> yeah. needs to understand that. You know, denial Denial is a great part of bondage. It's a great part of isolation. It's a great part of deceit. And we say denial. We're not talking about a, you know the river in Africa. We're talking about denial, the the uh, you know the pretending or that it that it doesn't exist. And so this is very important. Let me ask you. This is your third production. You've you've uh, written and, and directed other production in time past. I know. In talking to even your mother, she's excited about just the turnout that has happened and. I honestly believe that there are many brilliant people that God have anointed to do things and that their destinies are inextricably tied to others that have been given a platform to help promote those things, to make sure that the, the greater masses know what's going on. And that's what I want. I want this. I want others to know about your show, about your uh, your production there, uh, not just down in Broward County, but uh, Palm Beach County and around, the, around the state and eventually around the country, because I think <laughs> this is important to know. It happens in our families. It definitely impacts every facet of society. Uh, let me ask you a question in terms of the fact. Um, have, have you gotten a chance to bounce this off of some of your peers? Have some of your peers been a part of it? I've seen it put together. And, and if so, what are some of their thoughts about you writing this? I mean, uh, uh, do they feel like it's fiction, nonfiction? Uh, do they feel like you've, 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 you've stepped into something that uh, definitely uh, applies to so many? Um, let me tell you, um, when I have a uh, one of the guys that's in the play, actually he's the pastor in the play, and 
his wife. I love her. She's been networking in Palm Beach County. And I kind of invite certain people in that I know will give me an honest opinion. And after they see it, and not the whole thing, just certain parts, and they say, wow, it's so, it's unbelievable, but it's so real. Like, we know these people, but if I was someone coming in as a complete stranger, I would think this was happening right now because it's so real. And the the for the majority, everyone loves it. They like the fact that it's awareness because some of the stuff that happens, especially with the pastor in the play, you just won't expect it. But I tell them all the time, the the thing that you least expect is the thing that's happening the most. So just know there's going to be some things that are it's, – it's serious. It's not a joking matter. There is some comical in it in the sense that you just couldn't believe that some of this stuff that they say to each other, but it's serious because it's happening every single day. Me just researching domestic violence kind of just took me for a, a world. I'm like, really? Every so many seconds a woman is being abused, be it sexually, physically, verbally, mental, domestic violence is real. We talk about everything else under the sun, but domestic violence is something that is real. And I, I'm i walking on faith and by faith that if I can, and I'm going to reach out to the people, I want to take the mirror, don't lie, beyond Broward County, beyond Palm Beach County, because domestic violence is everywhere. It's just not in South Florida, but it's worldwide. Well, let me say this to you. I'm going to say this to you right over the airway and those that are listening. Because I've not even seen it, and I know just listening to you that you feel this and that this is a part of what you do. As you know, your mom know and many know that I have been dealing with this issue for nearly two decades or more, addressing this issue here. I've uh, I've co-authored some things here with the Institute on Domestic Violence in the African American Community out of the University of Minnesota. Uh, we have a couple of DVDs that are out. Uh, we have a curriculum that we've co-written. Uh, we're about to publish our book, our signature book, Hush what the church didn't tell you about domestic violence. But I want to say this here. I've got to have you back on. And the other thing about it is this. I am looking forward to having you. I'm going to talk after we are there at that play. I am going to hope. I hope that it's videoed. I hope that it's videoed because I would like to have an opportunity to share this with uh with the Institute on Domestic Violence in the African-American Community because the elements contain the very things that we address as uh, far as domestic violence, the, the church, uh, our culture, and all those things there. So I'm going to do my part because I believe that's what God has placed me in a position to do, to make sure that this play gets in front of people that can put it in front of the masses. That is my commitment to you. That is what I would like to see happen because of the fact I know how much how important this is. And I'm gonna say this and we have two minutes, I think less than two minutes, and I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my chance and this. Well, she just told me I have 90 seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but listen, I'm going to take my chances in getting it before who it needs to. When I was a young man, much younger or probably your age, I was writing plays at that time, not necessarily about domestic violence, about other things. And because of the fact I did not have the wherewithal of people that could get it out in front of people, I stopped. And guess, and along comes this guy by the name of, what's his name? Uh, Tyler. Perry, who have continued to do the work. And what I'm saying to you is that there are many people that I believe that God has placed in position to make a tremendous difference. You're one of those, and I'm looking forward to make sure that this happens. We're going to work together. Listen, once again, with only 30 seconds left, this coming Saturday at Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church in Pompano Beach at 7 o'clock p.m. This coming Friday, 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 November 2nd, 7 o'clock. Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church, and the play is entitled The Mirror Doesn't Lie. It don't lie, and we want to be a part of that. Listen, Lakeisha, 
I want you to be here. I want you back on the show again next week. I'm serious. Uh, you, I'll, I'll bring you back. I want you back. Uh, no technical difficulties will be in place. <laughs> and we'll be ready Not for that problem, time. Listen, I'm so glad Thank to have you. you. So the show much. is going to sound off, but we'll still be here, and we're looking forward to speaking to you. Folks, join us next week on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Thank you so very much. You've been listening to Soul of America Radio right here. Thank you so much. Those of you that are there, I'm not sure if you're there on the radio, if you can still hear me. Uh, we hear this is going to be our off segment. Uh, it won't be a part of the archive, but we'll still have the opportunity to listen. If you're there and you can still, if you're still on with me, uh, by all means, uh, you can uh, press the number one, and we would love to have the opportunity to continue to speak with you. So uh, uh, we had a tremendous guest that was on a tremendous guest that was listening, and I'm just going to see if we have uh, to be able to get some others on even as we speak now. Let's see if we can get them on. Good afternoon. You're on the Soul of America Radio, Hope and Healing. Are you still on with us tonight? Caller? Number ending in 7303. Are you with us? Let's see. I think we may have another caller that is on tonight. Thank you so very much. Those of you that are listening, if you'd like to, if you'd like to have a question, have a question that you would like to ask, please feel free to call in. We're we're going past the show time uh, that we may be able to have this discussion, and so. Uh, I invite you in. If you have a question you'd like to ask, you have a comment you'd like to make, uh, I invite you to come back on. Uh, we're Although we're still on the air, we're just not recording uh, this portion here. Please uh, feel free. If you'd like to have something to say, hit the number one. We'll love to entertain your questions and our comments. So I want to invite you. I want you to keep in mind. That's right. Keep in mind that is on Friday, November the 2nd at 7 o'clock. PM. Uh, the Mirror Doesn't Lie. Uh, what a production. It's going to be at Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church in Pompano Beach, Florida. Looks like we have a caller on the line. The number ended in 7303. Good afternoon, caller. You're on the air. Good afternoon. You're on the air here with Hope and Healing. Good afternoon. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, area code 954. Last number ten inning seven three zero three. Caller, you on the air? You have a question you like to ask or comment? Okay, I'm not sure if the caller realized I'm actually talking to you. You're on the air nine five four. Your last four numbers ending in seven three zero three. You're on the air. If you have a question uh, to ask or comment, you're listening to Hope and Healing here on Soul of America Radio. Okay. Um, all right. That particular caller, I thought, uh, if you want to be heard, if you would like to uh, ask a question or you'd like to have a comment, please press one. That way, I will know that you're that you want to be acknowledged on the air, and I will uh, get you on the air today. Uh, uh, and we will definitely acknowledge you. So uh, I just want to say to you that are listening uh, that it's been a very special show. Uh, I want to remind you, November second. November 2nd, right at Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church in Pompano Beach, Florida. It's going to be this production, uh, written and produced and directed by Miss Lakeisha Flynn. Uh, the mirrors don't lie, and they don't lie. So make your way there. The mission is free. You want to be a part of it. Invite a friend. Bring a neighbor. Make it a great outing on this Friday. Listen, our time is gone, and I want to just extend that time for those of you who might have had a question, who might have uh, wanted to participate in this call and be a part of what is being said and what is being done uh, today. I would have loved to have you on the airway. Uh, 
we're going to sign off at this time, and um, we will look forward to on next Friday, jo- next Monday, I should say, join us here on Hope and Healing, our journey to wholeness. And I hope that you have been blessed by what you've heard on today, and I hope that you share with someone. Listen, people are hurting all over. Be the difference in someone's life. Let them know that not only do you care, but let them know that they do matter. And until next time, this is J.R. Thicklin, and I want you to know that we are so grateful and appreciative of you. Listen. Keep in tune. I want you to listen there uh, to Dr. Bo. Uh, <laughs> let's straighten it out. You can find him every Thursday night right here on the same Soul of America radio station at 9 p.m. Eastern. And until next time, this is J.R. Thicklin inviting you to tune in again to us here on Hope and Healing. For Journey to Wholeness, right here on Full of America Radio. And as I close, our prayers go out to all of our friends, our neighbors, our loved ones, our relatives, all of those that are on the north, D.C., New York, Washington, D.C., New Jersey, up the eastern seaboard to the Fulton Coast as they endure hurricanes. Our prayers are with you. Have a great night, and until next time, this is J.R. Nicholas. I'll see you on Hope and Healing. Attorney Home.